Well, welcome to Signs of Life, where we find hope in the headlines. My name is Chase Career. <laughs> I'm one of the hosts, and I've got Montana Christofferson with me hey, today. Everyone. And nobody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Serena, where are you at? Serena, come she, back. She goes. She's not here. Serena is not here. She's not in labor yet, though, because okay. I'm still here. So don't worry. Don't fret. Chase left her in the hospital. No, of course not. Nope. Montana and I just said, nope, we're taking over today. Serena, pfft, too bad. That's not true That's at all. not true at all Serena, either. just don't listen to we him. We do miss you. We miss you, boo. We miss you. But we're excited. We're about to have a fun episode today. Sure. We've got, I think we've got some really interesting articles. And what's funny is they all are going to seem, I think, kind of random. But the more that we begin to talk about them, there was really this, there's this underlying theme to each of these stories uh, but we're going to start off this first one with a story about some dads, not just any old dads, but dads on duty. So check this one out. When the SOS went up at a troubled school, who answered the call? A bunch of DADs. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road. Not many good news stories begin in such a bad news way. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight. 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. To but strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No majors in criminal justice. No, no. Your qualifications are? Well, dads. We decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads it's have the power to do that? Yes. <laughs> not many people know it, but yes. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. <laughs> they just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your suit's untied, but it's really not untied. <laughs> and they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. <laughs> and it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been like happy and you can feel it. Which is why the dads plan to keep coming to Southwood indefinitely. Because not everybody has the father figure, the father figure at home. Or a male period in their life. Like so that. just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I think absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, babe, boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. <laughs> Steve Hartman, on the road, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Cute. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I want to be a dad on duty so bad. Really? I think that's so cool. Do it. And I love that. Like, I love, obviously, there's a lot here. We've got students fighting. we got other students feeling unsafe. we got teachers probably feeling unsafe. What do you do? The community's hearing about it. They're showing up on the news all the time. Reputation's going down. Trust in the school, in the school system itself. Ultimately, and what we're talking about today is looking at the word integrity mm -hmm. and looking at this theme of integrity. And I think a lot of times we talk about integrity, we think about personal integrity. Sure. But like the integrity of this school here, yeah. 
of, of being able as a parent to send your student there, being someone who lives next door to the school, knowing fights are breaking out all the time. Like, there's a lot that's going on that ultimately is taking away the integrity of this school, but probably even in this city, like in this district, the school district. Yeah. And I love how these dads stepping up. They weren't just one, one of the solutions. Teachers were doing a part. Students responding to these dads in a positive way were part of it. It really was a, a group effort. Uh, started off, though, by these dads saying, we're going to get involved, and we're yes. going to be around, and we're going to help rebuild the integrity of what's happening here at this school. Yeah, I like when we use it, the definition of integrity as being whole, something being whole. Mm. And, and this school was kind of facing a bit of brokenness, like not, not really sure where to go and what to do. And... Like you said, this is part of the rebuilding process. Um, and honestly, I think, it, I mean, hope in the headlines, I know, but it really is um, a great story of hope. Like Absolutely. something, because honestly, school systems can feel kind of broken yes, sometimes. 23 I'm like, students arrested. Yeah, like, that's 23 that's students. That is a that's lot. crazy. But yeah, and they're just, just, I mean, they, even it said, you know, like just standing in the hallway, yep. you know, saying, oh, your shoe's untied. Like, you know, silly, Messi just, just bad students, things. Yeah. It's so funny. And they brought hope really in great. the in the hallways. <laughs> That's good. But really, though, like they did, they brought hope in the hallways. We're bringing hope in the headlines. Like, I, I do think, though, this is part of, uh, of a solution, of a string of solutions that you can do. Yeah. But this is not the only thing. Like, you don't have to be a dad on duty. I think there's lots of ways we can get involved, especially when it comes to our local schools. They're such an integral and, and important part of our communities. And instead of me trying to throw some ideas out, we actually are going to bring an expert on today, a teacher who's actually currently right now in the school. It's like, you know, breaking news. She's reporting back to us uh, in the school on her lunch break. Uh, but she's your friend. Yes. Let me have you introduce her, Montana. This is my friend Allie, everybody. She teaches sixth grade. Uh, she teaches Elar and Avid, and honestly, she's really great. One of my favorite people ever. Ali, uh, yeah, it's like English language arts and reading. We're like the only okay. district that calls it that, so it's not confusing at all. Gotcha. Okay, I was like, I don't know what all that is. <laughs> Elar and Elar, and thought maybe I need to go back to middle school and relearn there. Well, uh, Allie, thanks for joining us. And, and yeah, can you just tell us a little bit as a teacher of a sixth grade, you know, middle schoolers, how can parents, how can community leaders, how can we get involved in helping to reshape and rebuild and hold on to the integrity of our local schools? Um, that's a really good question. I would say um, just integrating integrity any way they can. Um, that's something we have a social, in my class, we have a social contract. And so each week we try to focus on um, a word from that social contract. And I've had to cycle through integrity a few different times, <laughs> just because I feel like um, in like during COVID, especially for the kids fully being online, there wasn't as much accountability as they were used to. Um, and just not as much, um, guidance obviously their teachers weren't right in front of them and their parents were working and things like that and so truly like working together to show the kids like hey you're doing this for like for yourself because it's the right thing to do you know you're not trying to please your parents by getting the good grades and making those choices and so I would say um you know honestly it sounds really simple but just talking about it, you know, uh, making a plan of, hey, this is a goal that I have, and this is how integrity doing the right thing, even though no one is watching and I'm all by myself and maybe my buddies are here. Um, but where is that going to get me in the long run? You know, if I make this other choice, where is that going to lead me down? Because a lot of times they just think about the present moment um, and like the satisfaction in the moment. And they're like, oh, like, 
I don't, I don't know why I did that. I just did it because it felt good. And it was like, but where is that getting you? And so just sitting down and really having those conversations, even though you might think, oh, that's too mature for them. They, they really, really need it. Um, and when you do sit down and talk to them, they, they do understand it. Um, and don't just think about the moment of what's going to make me happy, but think about those future goals that they have and they have so many goals. And so, um, if that answers your question. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay. And I, I love that. Like, I love the idea of a social contract, this this idea that a student has a part, the teacher has a part, we all have a part together that we're playing. And, and I think, too, it's not just up to a student and a teacher. It's not just the admin. It's all of us. It's parents. Uh, like you said, having those conversations. Community leaders volunteering time and showing up is really like a group. Right. Yeah. And we're all, we're all on the same team. You know, that's what I tell the kids all the time. Whenever I do have to reach out to their parents and things like that, I'm like, Hey, I'm not trying to, this isn't like a, I got you. Like we all want you to be successful and we need to work together to make that happen. You know? So that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Allie, for joining us today. We're going to be sending you lunch as well. Cause we know you had to take your little tiny, too small of a lunch break in my opinion for a teacher. Come <laughs> yeah, on. True. But thanks for jumping on with us. And I do. Yeah, I, thank I really you all so much that. for having me. Okay. Bye. I, uh... I, I love that. Like the idea that it is a team. And, and I think about integrity for anything, whether it's integrity of an organization, whether it's personal integrity, it, like, it takes more than one person. Sure. It's a group. It's a group of people who are agreeing on a set of, we might say rules, but boundaries, yeah. a set of uh, rules, yes, but like rules of how we are going to engage with one another, how we're going to treat one another. Like it can be a very positive thing that, you know, we're going we're gonna to be kind. We're going to be helpful. We're going to look for ways to, to serve other people before we serve ourselves. Like I love that. And, and I think as I even think about those things, like that's what draws me to the life of Jesus ultimately is, yeah, people like, oh, the Bible's rules and says, it's really boundaries and it's a better way to live that ultimately it helps you to live your best life so that you're not living in shame. You're not living constantly thinking about the areas where you've come up short. Like you're able to live with integrity, to live whole, as you said, I love that, like to live whole. And so I, I love that. I love that sort of picture of integrity, even in something like a school mm-hmm. as well. And, and really this next article, you know who Calvin Ridley is? It's okay if you don't. I do not. Okay. No. <laughs> but you know basketball. You love basketball. I do love basketball. What, He's what not are, a basketball what are your What are your opinions of football? Um, it's okay. Oh, it's fine. Football's the best. It's great to take a nap too. Okay. We're going to know you did not. I loved the Super Bowl this year because the halftime show. So okay, I, I, I. that's all. Well, who we, is he? Who is Calvin really is a wide receiver. Okay, was a wide receiver. Ooh. He played for the Atlanta Falcons, and in the middle of the season, <laughs> he took a break for his mental health. Right, he says mental health. He needed to take a break. Like retired is probably too big of a word, but he literally just like left the team and said, "Like I've, I've got to be done." Tom Brady. Tom Brady did retire. There you go. Okay, word association. I know football. Nice, <laughs> nice. But what was interesting was in that point, everyone kind of honored this. Like this oh, yeah. is probably really one of the first big stories. He's a star. He's really young. Like oh. he's, bought, I think he's your age, really. Nice. Super successful, first round draft pick, like big deal. But for him to say, no, I need a break. Oh, like it was a big deal. Good, and I think yeah. everyone honored that. And it was really great. Well, now this new thing has come out uh, that he actually was gambling on games after he stopped, gambling on his own team's games. And so there's all these questions now. And, and yeah. it comes back to, well, has he compromised the integrity of the game? Right. Has he compromised the integrity of his team? Because he's, we found out he, for sure, like the facts are, he 
made bets on three of their games, and he said he had nothing to do with them, and he wasn't even playing on the team at that point. But, I mean, how can, like, you know the plays. You know the plays, you know the teams you're playing, you know who you're targeting, you know, like, all those things. So, but that kind of came up, and there's just so many parts of the story of, of, like, thinking, okay, well, maybe his mental health break was because of the gambling. Maybe gambling was something he struggles with, or maybe he used that as a crutch. And to me, that's one of those things of, in a world where I do think we're getting better at being open about how we're feeling and having conversations, like, Dude, like that, that hurt that now. Yeah, so when true. someone does say I need a break, like we're gonna be like, well, are they just pulling a Calvin Ridley? I need to look, see what his name was <laughs> before having that sentence. Dang, that is tough. That's yeah. That's so he's suspended for a year, and you so know, so he'll just get to come back. Well, he's got to take a whole year off. He's not on a team right now. We'll see what happens. A lot of times, these guys don't get re-signed because that's a that's a big issue. And I just think. Whether you're, you know, people are out there gambling. People are like us. They're just fans. Like, we like to watch, not you, but like me. You like to sleep. Uh, we like to watch, but, like, the idea of just, like, can I even watch this game and enjoy it anymore, knowing that this could happen again, that this is probably happening all the time. It, it makes us ultimately, like, I think about integrity. I think about the word trust, and we lose true. trust. That's true. And, and so that, to me, is where, you know, this story, it, it's, who knows all the truth, of course. We're just reading the headlines, but... Like, to me, it's important for us. I think if he would have just come out and said he was disinterested, he would have come out and said, I've got an issue that is related to my mental health. That's why I'm taking a break. Like, there's some integrity, I think, in just being open and being honest about where you're at. I think that's, like, the the truth of how we can live with integrity is through that authenticity that we have to... Mm -hmm. You just have to confront, honestly, because it's not... I mean, it's like... Yes, we can sit here and say that he should have done this, but and also we can also say like it takes a lot of courage to do that, mm-hmm. and especially in a high-profile position that he's in and sport playing. Like, I, I don't know how many players in the NFL openly talk about mental health. There, I know there's a few. We talked about Dak a few many episodes ago, mm-hmm. and um, all that stuff. So I mean, it's tough. Like, I want to sit here and and give him all the grace for that as well, but also. Uh, obviously, it's not fair to his teammates, to everyone else playing in the NFL, and 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 really anybody that's struggling with their mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's I think, you know, as I think about that, I think there's just so many times where integrity can be used, negative or positive, but almost as a front. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, well, I had integrity because I was willing to raise my hand and say I have mental health problems sure. right now that require me to step out of my job, step out of the NFL. Um, but like even like this next article, and this is, is we're going from from dads on duty to the NFL to now Not McDonald's yeah. to ice cream machines. McBroken. McBroken. <laughs> yeah. But ever. like integrity here was kind of used as this this front of we're gonna hide behind this, yeah. and yeah. and it's like well hold on a second. So I, yeah. I loosely understand mm-hmm. this ice cream machine debacle. Sure. We all love ice cream. I hope so, if you don't, it's okay. We'll pray for you. But. Get out. But you know more about yeah, kind of this yeah. from this New York Times article. Tell us what's this, going on with ice cream. It's just hilarious, honestly, because everybody knows everybody has fallen into this fatal trap of going to McDonald's ready to get your M&M McFlurry, and mm. then they say, sorry, our ice cream machine is broken. We always can't do ice broken. Cream. And it's always broken, right? And it's like kind of this joke or whatever. But these two guys developed this, they keep saying tech solution, which 
I don't really know what that means. I think of an app, but it's probably not an app. That they to to fix the broken machines. Like it's okay. supposed to speed up the process, make it uh, a faster way to fix the machines. It like instead. notifies them right. Of yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. they can just go oh, and not wait. Instead, they employees aren't out. calling. So, like they're not trying to get it fixed. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like, get out. You're done. Get yeah. out of the line. No, but so they because previously to this app this technology, they needed to call the ice cream machine company okay. and get out a technician to fix it, right? Like none of the employees are trained to fix ice cream machines, they're trained to flip burgers. Sure. And um, so these guys were like, we're sick of it, we'll make this app, whatever. So I guess McDonald's and the ice cream company, uh, ice cream machine company, are, are, were upset. Like, hey, this is causing an issue with our employees, like we don't really want this. And they were mm. kind of like, hurting this tech company's reputation. Like, oh, Burger King, don't use them. Wendy's, don't use them. Yeah. And so these guys sued McDonald's and the ice cream company for, like, loss of employment, essentially. And um, it's just funny because it's like, if we're looking through the lens of integrity, like, is McDonald's trying to, like, hey, we just don't really want to deal with it. Yeah. So we'll just, you know, we would rather have our own guys fix the problems. I don't know, kind of like almost a pride thing, it seems like. Like, they don't want this secondary people coming well, in. Yeah, and it's, it, as you say that, and from what I know of it, it's like, it's like this idea that here's a company who's trying to solve the ice cream machine problem. We want problem. flurries. We want our McFlurries, ultimately. <laughs> So multiple layers, you know, onion, here we go oh again, layers. Gosh, We've got the layer of the employee who says, and I, I read on this, it may have been a Reddit forum, gotcha. that like a previous McDonald's employee is like, no, we would just tell people it's broken because we had already cleaned it yes. and we didn't want to have to put more stuff in and make another one. So there's integrity there. Right. Like, okay, so you're just lying. You just don't want to do your job. But in doing that too, then you've got this ice cream company mm-hmm. who is I don't understand McDonald's doing this. Like, they're charging way more for their technician to come out and fix it as opposed to this other company who can do it much faster right. and much cheaper. They and, don't have to send a person to do it either. Yeah, sometimes it's just something they can fix mechanic yeah. or, you know, network through their through their internet, through the computer. I through their spoiled. internet. I don't even know. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's just it's so funny to me that – and then, like you said, going a step above with the integrity deal of – telling all these other companies like oh no they're nah. you know they're not really fixing things they're causing more problems because that company was part of also yes like calling out how many broken ice cream machines there were and trying to help get them fixed and right. so I, it's just interesting like these stories really are all over the place yeah like we we see these different stories of companies who you know lied about something covered something up an employee did this sure. the president of the company did this at the end of the day, like we have an opportunity to practice and to grow in our integrity. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a couple ways that we can do that as we yeah. see here. Like one of them is be open, right. like be authentic, be open, share what's going on in your life. Like in, in the church world, we would use the word confess, like confess the things that you're struggling with. Confess where you feel like you're coming up short of where you really want to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people don't like the word confess, but that's what it is. Like, man, I'm, I'm not very good at this. Or, hey, I messed up on this. I got to do something about it. Confession is huge because you face those problems. The second thing I think is, in the words of the famous Justin Bieber, never say never. Like, have have the ability to fight. You hated that. I can well, tell. well, or did no, you do I the was hair trying salute? to do the Bieber hair. There you go. And I think we should bring back Bieber. Mm, the Bieber hair? I the don't Bieber know. hair. I don't know about that. But, but yeah, like, never say never. Like, 
I don't have so much pride that you feel like you can't fail because right. we're all going to fail. Yeah. Instead, look for ways to say, hey, here's what I'm going to do so that I don't get to a place where I might fail. Yeah. I might, but I'm not going to leave myself unguarded. Yeah. I'm not going to leave myself unprotected from putting things in place to help me ultimately become the person and do the things that I really want to do. Right. Yeah, I think that never say never is so important because like, I would never have thought that before. Like, I, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like, I'm, I'm never gonna lie to this person. Like, I'm never gonna do that. And you're right, like immediately, like you can feel the pride building up mm-hmm. where you're like, I'm better than that. I need to not do that. But uh, someone was saying like, it's like walking with blinders on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just focused on never doing this thing, not focused on all the ways that could potentially, you know, get me to do that thing without even me realizing it because I'm not, putting up those boundaries and and even the even confessing goes along with that like when you take the step of mm-hmm. of confessing to somebody or just being honest really it allows them to even have integrity and realize you know what like I'm kind of struggling with this too and now we're connected yeah that's good and kind of throwing back to our community episode like the people that you do life with are the people that you trust yeah that that can excuse me. Well, you get that. <laughs> <laughs> those are the people that you trust that yeah. that it can actually help you walk through that. That's good. Yeah, and integrity can be a bridge to community to mm-hmm. a deeper connection for sure. And 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 I think you know, no matter like you said, whatever what you might be going through, you know, in, integrity is a gift. Like it's a gift when we have it because it builds trust, it builds relationship. Uh, and I think like you said, I love the blinders kind of thing. Like it helps us to also stay focused on on what we really want to do and who we really want to become. True. And so True. that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today uh, here on Signs of Life. We want to encourage you to like uh, like this video, like the podcast, share it with someone who might uh, need a little, a little pick-me-up maybe or needs to have in text. <laughs> you can just subtweet this to somebody. There you go, John. <laughs> But make sure you, you like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our episodes as they come out every week. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and we will see you later.